1: The Chumba Life is for everybody, so go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: What's up, Shelf Addicts? Welcome back to the Shelf Addiction Podcast. Today on Book Chat, we are starting a new fantasy series, The Red Rising Saga, beginning with Book 1, Red Rising. Written by Pierce Brown. Stay tuned. Hey everyone, I am your host, Tamara, and welcome back to the podcast. If you're new here, we're going to feed your shelf addiction with fun book conversations, bookish topics, and more. It's like listening in on your favorite book club. Participate in this discussion by joining the Facebook group, Shelf Addiction Official, or over on the book club's app. I hope to hear your thoughts on today's show. You can also find me and Casey on Twitter and Instagram. The links for everything I've mentioned are below in the show notes. If you enjoyed today's episode, please support the podcast by sharing it with some book nerd friends or on your favorite social media space. And don't forget to hit that like button and subscribe before you leave. That will really help me out and I appreciate you for doing it. The uncut video version of this podcast is available right now over on Patreon. Join us there for exclusive videos, including after shows and more. So, if you're interested in that at all, you'll need to come over onto Patreon and sign up. As always with Book Chats, we talk spoilers here, so you've been warned. Without further ado, let's begin. Welcome back to another fantasy series discussion. Joining me is my fantasy series co-host Casey from Heartful of Ink. Welcome back, Casey
1: hello hello i'm so excited to be here yes we are starting something brand new Woo-hoo! Excited. new year new trilogy
0: yes um i think this is gonna be a fun chat so i'm yes. yes okay so we're gonna jump into it uh today we are discussing the first book in the red rising saga red rising written by pierce brown it was published january 28th 2014 by Del Rey and recorded books. The audiobook is narrated by Tim Gerard Reynolds. The hardcover comes in at 382 pages and the unabridged audio is 16 hours and 12 minutes. Ooh, that is a lot of book. That's a lot of books. That's a big book.
1: <laughs> Especially
0: with the, <laughs> we'll get into this later, but the narrator is super slow. That's why it's 16
1: hours. Oh There's no God. reason yes. for that
0: to be 16 hours, but
1: he pauses. A lot after every <laughs> comma and period,
0: He's like, and takes his
1: time. <laughs> and it oh, so, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah He's we'll, we'll definitely get into doing
0: it. that. And this actually um, is officially tagged fantasy adventure, but I think it is strong dystopia vibes oh, yes. and science fiction. So yes, yes, yes. So Casey, would you please read the synopsis
1: for us? The Earth is dying. Darrow is a red, a miner in the interior of Mars. His mission is to extract enough precious elements to one day tame the surface of the planet and allow humans to live on it. The reds are humanity's last hope. Or so it appears until the day Darrow discovers it is all a lie. That Mars has been habitable and inhabited for generations by a class of people calling themselves the Golds. A class of people who look down on Darrow and his fellows as slave labor to be exploited and worked to death without a second thought. Until the day, Darrow, with the help of a mysterious group of rebels, disguises himself as a gold and infiltrates their command school, intent on taking down his oppressors from the inside. But the command school is a battlefield, and Darrow isn't the only student with an agenda.
0: All right. So, when you first shut the book, at the end, what did you think?
1: Um, eh. I didn't hate it. Okay. And I am interested to see where it goes. But I've been really crazy busy with work this week. So I didn't have time to, you know, sit down and read like I normally do. So I downloaded the audiobook mm-hmm. and I listened to the audiobook. I saw it was 16 hours. I was like, oh my God, I'm never going to finish this in time. And then I, you know, bumped it up to 1.5 speed and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm getting through this. But I was listening to the audiobook while, like, cooking dinner or washing the dishes or running around doing errands. So I feel like I missed some of the details that I have questions about. Mm -hmm. And I will ask you about them. But um, reading this book, it felt like I was reading every other YA book I've ever read.
0: And that's, it, that's not a bad thing. No, it's fair. And to be honest, that was one of my main points of contention the first time mm-hmm. through. But for me, this was my second time through. And I got to see a lot of other things that I might not have the first have, time because I was mm-hmm. so focused on what the, what else this
1: sounds like. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's where my brain was this time. I was like, this sounds so familiar. Mm-hmm. This sounds like, and you know. Blah 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 blah. We'll get into that. Yeah. But um so I I enjoyed it. I didn't hate it, but it wasn't, you know, oh my god, I need this book because it feels unique for this story. Mm-hmm. It was like, okay, I like this trope, I know what's happening, I'm I'm intrigued by it, but this feels like every other YA book I've read. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's kind of where I'm at. I don't hate it, mm-hmm. but I don't love it. Okay.
0: So for me, at the end there, I was kind of like, kind of surprised, but not entirely surprised that, of course, you know, Augustus, a House of Augustus approached him immediately. I'm oh, like, yeah. Okay, so kind of, but not really, only because of what happened with the jackal. So I'm like, okay, then he's going to hate his ass, but apparently he didn't. So I was like, okay, now I'm down to see what's next. Okay, I want to... Mm-hmm. What happens now that we've had some revelations? Now, for me, um, like I mentioned a minute, a moment ago, yeah, I did notice these same things that are in other books as well. But for me, this time around, I think I was more focused on the details of things or things that I might have missed before. Mm-hmm. like oh this happened here and this person lied about this and that and this and oh I can see where this is now setting up something else so I mm-hmm. feel like I have a different point of view being that this was my second time around even though oh, I definitely. read this yeah. a really long time ago <laughs> <laughs> um, and some of the twi- pot twists I have forgotten like I have mm-hmm. forgotten that Virginia was the jackal sister twin sister I'm like oh mm-hmm. shit how are you well she lied on a mission okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like other like little things that had happened that I had forgotten so I had a good time with it overall and I still think that once we got into the part of like trying to obtain the other houses it kind of got a little lengthy in there but the author took us through basically two years in this book and that's what
1: I have to remember I was going to talk about that like that was an insane- insanely long time frame for a book
0: yeah but that is what is different from hunger games another thing hunger games is what a couple days is they all die off pretty
1: quickly a week i think maybe? it might have been like a week two weeks this is two
0: years of this man's life at the beginning he is 16 at the end he is 18 and he mm-hmm. thinks he's 18 he could be
1: a little older <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> they ran them ragged in these war games but it was also the months and months and months of lead up to this mm-hmm. you know he it took like six months to transform him yeah yeah and then there was the Oh, you have to start preparing for the tests, and then you take the tests, and those Mm -hmm. take times, and then it was like another two months before you got the results, and then it was like another two months before you did anything. So, like they said, a year of waiting was a
0: a twelve twelve months. They said, "Oh, this is a year of our lives, right?" So we know that
1: they were in the games for about a year. year. Yeah, so So, a year leading up to it, and then mm -hmm. a year of the game.
0: Yeah, which I think in this case was fair because without. Understanding, for example, like I did you ever see that movie, um, Gattaca Mm -mm. with Ethan Hawke? And I can't remember that other, uh, Jude, Jude Law, Jude Law, yes, no, and that (laughs) it was sci fi as well. And that Ethan Hawke's character wanted to go into space and fly, you know, be Mm -hmm. in a spaceship. But he, they had the same thing about genetics going on. Mm -hmm. He wasn't tall enough. He wasn't, his vision wasn't good enough. He needed all of these things. So he transformed his body Mm-hmm. Not to the extreme that Darrow did, not that extreme, but he did add a couple inches to himself, which meant breaking break some bones. He mm-hmm. started using someone else's DNA to check in every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he went through extreme lengths to like insert himself someplace he shouldn't have been. And so I think that was important for this book because I think it makes us understand the drive of daryl like he's put a lot into this and it's like otherwise why are you doing this shit you know what i mean so it's like i feel like the the setup of the world is big and long but i feel like it's needed and they're not trust me he's not going to do this again in book two we're not going to get this on the front (laughs) And like some some books where we get a big repeat and like we just talked about Mm -hmm. this but it was needed i think Mm -hmm. to set it up properly I guess if those were my critiques, that would be it. You know, like, some of the similarities which we can dive into. Because I do—we—well, I, let's do that yeah. first. Because I know you had some specific things that you found similar that I didn't. So I want to hear—
1: Well, okay, so the dystopian-like setup very much reminded me of Legend and the different classes. Like, that is not— strictly legend I'm just talking about legend because we did that um trilogy here on the podcast last year Mm -hmm. so it's kind of fairly recent in my mind but like that felt very similar and I know there have been other dystopian books with class systems and like it's not a unique thing it's not unique to legend but reading this I was like oh yeah you know I just read legend this feels similar um Mm. now that I don't
0: I didn't get any Legend vibes at all. I know, like you said, the class system, we've seen multiple mm-hmm. times in different series. So that did not stand out to me as, like, Legend. I did not... I think it was just because, like,
1: <laughs> we read it so recently that it was fresher mm-hmm. in my mind because the last time I read Legend was, like, 2010 or something. So, like, if it had mm-hmm. been that long since I read Legend and reading Red Rising, I don't think I would have made that connection. Mm-hmm. Um Okay. Changing him, changing Darrow, honestly, this is going to make me sound like a basic bitch, but it reminded me of Captain America and Chris Evans. (laughs) Like
0: girl no what okay he was a wimpy little boy who
1: you know Uh, in in marvel movies he just gets one shot and changes in five seconds yes
0: so like there was a little bit of this was torture yeah this This was long and torturous
1: and like (laughs) i could probably Compare it more to like Frankenstein, but my brain just you know went to Chris Evans being all tall and big shouldered and pretty with his blonde hair. And I'm just like, all right, he wishes it was that easy. <laughs> he wishes, he, wish he wishes it was, yeah. And then the whole school testing thing with the 12 houses that reminded me of Harry Potter. Like, I was instantly, I was like, okay, so. Yeah we're sitting down we don't have the sorting hat but we have the sorting tests and we're going to ask you questions and you have to react this way or that way and depending on what your answers are you're going to get sorted into these houses or you know you have the test but then you have the actual sorting thing and they mentioned like the giant chess board and i was like harry potter has a giant chess board <laughs> but they didn't actually mm-hmm. play chess i was just you know making connections yeah. in my brain and then, of yeah. course, once they were in the games, that was very much, you know, the Hunger Games. Although this lasted so much longer, and you had teams, and you had all this other stuff going on.
0: I feel like this was more brutal than. Oh, the definitely, games. definitely lot like several times over.
1: But it was like when you first started and you got in. I was like, okay, I'm seeing the Hunger Game vibes, and then like after that point, yeah. we're over 200 pages into this book or about 200 pages right. and then it finally started feeling like its own thing. yeah,
0: because it definitely was. Like I feel like yes, the start of it it definitely had those vibes, but as we get into it and they start talking about natural selection, mm-hmm. they start talking about all these other choices that they're playing and the, you know doing to these students in the mm-hmm. game, it starts to take on its own mm-hmm thing because these students, like the goal isn't to be the one lone survivor. There's no one lone survivor. It's not the one,
1: it's the team, but then you have the leader. Yeah, It's everyone. They don't want everyone dead.
0: Originally, the the goal was not to go in and just kill everyone because they're all goals. Mm -hmm. They're all upper echelon of people. Mm -hmm. So outside of the first round, their intent was to win. They were supposed to learn. They were supposed to like learn the art of war kind Uh of, you know what I mean? They weren't supposed to be offing (laughs) each other. You know, that's not what they wanted them to do. But this thing just transformed into a game of its own this round for a Mm -hmm. lot of reasons.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It could maybe be compared to Game of Thrones, but I never read the books or watch the tv show so i'm not gonna i don't know oh it's not like game of thrones
0: i watch the show it's not okay um but it's kind of like because you know you want to be he wanted to be the person in charge of the house Mm -hmm. that took over all of the other houses that you want the top slot you want to be in first place because then you get your pick of the litter of jobs Mm -hmm. and internships basically for another lack of a better word you know Mm -hmm. so you get in his goal his task was to infiltrate come out on the other side and be in charge of somebody's fleet of ships somebody's army something where he had power Mm -hmm. to help right yes so that was his goal
1: and he did it he succeeded. he did it he went wild but he did it (laughs)
0: I, okay, let's talk. I have so many points that I want to talk. Go for it. You you talk. I will respond. There are so many. First, let's talk about the first round where they're trying to make natural selection
1: happen. They're trying to push it along a little further. Where they're locked in the room and have to kill each other.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. So the point of that, they put someone weak and someone strong in a room together. Mm Mm-hmm. And they just, let nat- natural, what happens, right? One person is getting out. Yes. What would you do if you were woke up and it's a black room and it's one other person in there
1: and they said, only one of you are coming out of here? My first thought was just knock the person out and walk out of the room. Just, like, hit them hard mm. once in the head and just walk out. Mm-hmm. Like, if they're unconscious, they're not going to fight you, but you mm-hmm. don't have to make me kill them all the way. mm Hmm. so like so even if you knew the intent was for you to kill them you would still just knock them out and walk out yeah unless it was an awful person who i wanted dead like Uh i don't i don't nobody else was in the room you know there was no Mm -hmm. guards posted at the door there was nobody checking yeah they had the cameras in there that you found out about later but my thought was just you know hit him once in the head knock him out and then walk out of the room Hmm. Well, it's interesting, like how
0: these kids were raised and how their society works, because not one of them,
1: questioned nobody did that. that. Yeah, nobody questioned. Nobody.
0: Everybody they just knew. killed. Hmm. So you kill someone, and then so like they started making friends before this started. Hmm. And Daryl somehow got to be cool with Cassius and he ends up killing his brother
1: which he has to spend the entire book he virtually lying about more he was kind of friends with julian though like they had a he very was. short friendship but like they were friendly they talked to each other it was you know no, he yeah. he liked him and then he had to kill him he felt bad about it oh, right absolutely. he did not
0: i don't think he wanted to mm-hmm. i think it was just kind of again if I don't do this, what happens? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, he's, it makes me understand why he does a lot of the things he does, because it's like, what's the, so if you Julian don't do this, yes, you'll go home shamed, mm-hmm. right? Your family will talk bad for you to you. But mm-hmm. if
1: I do this, but they were I'm talking wasted. about going home instead of just like, I mean, I have to kill you. Right. Right. Like, he kept going, oh, if you go home, your parents will still love you, but I'm just going to beat you to death. And I was like, why don't you just knock him out and walk out of the room so he can go home and be (laughs) I don't think Julian understood. Julian didn't understand.
0: And Mm Daryl was like, oh, my God. No. He doesn't get it. Like, he doesn't understand. Like, this is Mm -hmm. why he.
1: Yeah.
0: So yeah. some of them
1: were very naive in entering that. They didn't really know. Well, their families didn't tell them. Nobody told them. They said that, mm-hmm. you know, you go in here is the best, per- most prestigious thing that you could ever possibly do. You know, you're going to bring honor to our family. You're going to come out of here for the best. But nobody really told them that there was, you know, an instant culling, that there was an instant death sentence for half the students who mm-hmm. got accepted and then you know once you're in the yeah. game there's a pretty high chance of you dying too they don't want but you see, to that's die that's but... makes me
0: i'm not so make, i almost disagree with that because there was a later point in the book when Darrow had to come to jesus with cassius mm-hmm. and cassius said i kind of knew we kind of, we all kind of knew it wasn't good that he had to come here, mm-hmm. but you can't say no to the Institute. Yes. He knew his brother was weak. Yes. He knew. Yes. And he's like, I'm not really surprised. You know, he pretty much said, I knew that shit was going to happen, but how you did it was my problem. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that makes me wonder, maybe maybe some of them
1: know, some of them have been told, some of them haven't. Yeah. Maybe I don't know,, um, but yeah, no, like there there was some I think there was some whispers about it, but I don't think anybody like really really knew i I don't know, well, we know the proctors weren't telling them shit, right, yeah, so what no. it
0: would have been on their family and friends or mm-hmm. somebody who knows them to tell them what's up, yes, um, so that was wild, I thought that was completely. What a wild way to start. Put Uh you in a room and you kill somebody. Mm -hmm. And then you come out and it's like, okay, now you're on teams. We're changing the game. And some people like Titus took that to a whole nother level. So Titus, let's talk about Titus. So you guys, Titus is like killing and raping. Mm -hmm. He's gone berserk in House Mars. And with in-house Mars, they have divided Daryl and Cassius
1: and Team and Titus and his crazy people. And then there was uh, what's her name.
0: Antonia was in Antonia. that house, but she yeah. was kind of on Cassius
1: and Darrow's side for a while. She kind I of had like... her own team, too. And, that like, she kept kind of shifting around. She had her own people. Yeah, She was kind of with Darrow and Cassius. Then she was kind of with Titus. Then she was... She
0: was playing both sides because mm-hmm. Antonia's a whole nother character. Like, oh, yeah. Daryl knew he couldn't trust her from day one. And she's admitted, yeah, I would have taking you out if I had another chance and it worked for me, yep, you know? So absolutely. he knew that he she couldn't be trusted, but she was never on anyone's team, really?
1: Her own team. She wanted to be in charge. She wanted to be a leader. She wanted to be a primus. She wanted power. When Titus was doing this stuff,
0: and then after, so afterwards, like, let's get to the end. Titus is taken down mm-hmm. and somehow Daryl has... Put Planted the seed in Cassius' in mind that Titus is the one that killed Julian. So Julian's like, uh, so Cassius is like, he's mine.
1: Darrow didn't deal really with him. plan that. Cass, uh, Cassius kind of made the assumption, and Darrow just went, mm hmm. Like, didn't. Yeah, it was that's kind what of like, he, he let him go to his own ideas, but didn't dissuade them. He was like, yeah, no. Cass- or Julian would have been paired with somebody strong this is a strong That's person what I feel like,
0: like he was doing on purpose so like he's I didn't like not think Darrow do was doing
1: it on purpose I oh, think I it was more like I don't want to admit what I did I like you as a friend I'm just gonna let you think whatever you want to think and not say anything and just like let it be like not no
0: I think he did on purpose because he knew they were going to kill him. Mm -hmm. They knew he knew we're going to kill Titus. We can't let this ride. We can't let him live after what he's done. And why not easy out? Let's just blame Titus. And then I'm free. I'm free of it because he would have thought he would have killed. He did it. In my opinion, he did it on purpose. He was trying to be, and if I I should have saved the passage because he says, like, how much do I say? how can I say this mm-hmm. without saying this?
1: Yeah. Oh you yeah. Know? No, I think, I think initially, you know, he felt guilty, but he wanted the friendship and he didn't want, you know, to have to fight Cassius like day one, right after he killed Julian. Um, I think he just felt so guilty about Julian that I, I didn't really feel a malicious vibe when he wanted to kill Titus. I think it was like, okay, this just happens to fit together and makes it work. And we'll hopefully get, you know, Cassius off my tail about Julian. I don't know. It didn't feel too malicious when I read it or whatever.
0: I think that the killing of titus was not malicious i feel like that's what they all thought they had to do because of what titus was doing oh
1: yeah no he definitely needed to die i think
0: that he purposefully shifted his shifted cassius's brain just just a tilt Mm -hmm. toward that direction he let it go Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying he's not like let me evil plot (laughs) but he saw the opportunity and he took it yes is what i'm saying yes so when they after they kill Titus and he says to him something Wait, well they didn't kill him they almost killed him and Titus says something at the end there Mm -hmm. and he's like was he a red was Titus a red you said bloody damn or something he said bloody damn and that comes up again bloody damn because they do not speak like that as gold yes and that was something that was brought up immensely in the beginning stop saying that mm-hmm. don't use this use this don't that 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 and so when he said that he instantly thought what if titus was a red another and, plant like me and he i got him
1: killed mm-hmm.
0: you know he's like oh my god what if I had known that before? Would that have changed anything? Who did something to him? What mm-hmm. did they do to his family? Was it
1: Ares, the, you know, team behind Darrow and all of his changes? Was, was it somebody else? Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, what did the Golds do to his family if he was a Red? So, like, all those things were, like, unverified. They were just thoughts. Mm-hmm. But let's for argument's sake, say that Titus was a red, Mm -hmm. did that change your opinion on the things that he did? Oh,
1: absolutely not. He still needed to die. Like, if you're a rapist, you need to die.
0: (laughs) End of sentence. Because I'm like, if he was a red, he was entirely Mm short-sighted. He... Was thinking how Daryl thought at the beginning, mm-hmm. at the very beginning, he was like revenge, 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 revenge,
1: kill, hurt all the gold you possibly can. Don't right. think long term. He got
0: past that very quickly. He's like, that's not what. That's not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Even, what's his face, the guy who helped him, he was like, that's not, that's not going to do anything dancer and mateo want? and um, right. mickey They're like what did Eo want you to for mm-hmm. you know not that so he got over that pretty quickly but clearly no one was there to help titus with that if he was a red which we don't know it was not verified but it was kind of just put out plopped out there maybe mm-hmm. mm. but i'm glad to hear that because i'm like i felt like he he fucked up
1: he fucked titus up fucked titus up. was um, not a good person i don't care if he was a red when you act that way, when you do that shit, when you hurt your people, when you hurt women like that, like no. You get your dick cut <laughs> but, off. You get it killed. No. But just for let's just put it out there. They said
0: if you rape other colors lower than you, it is not a crime. Mm-hmm. So what if golds came in or other colors came in and did that to his, the
1: females in his family. Oh, they all deserve he's to getting die. Revenge. Yeah, absolutely. But you don't get so, revenge by raping no. other women. You get revenge by killing Wrong the men. Who did the raping. Don't equal a
0: right. But my point is, is that in this book, in this context, I think Daryl would have handled him differently. Had he known that before, not that he was right mm-hmm. to do it, but he would have handled the situation completely different with Titus had he known.
1: Had he known, like earlier on, I think they would have formed a friendship or a bond and everything would have been different. I don't think they would have been as divided in House of Mars. I think they would have been, um, I don't think it would have gone all the way to Olympus the way this turned out, but I think it would have been very, very different.
0: Yeah. I've, yeah, I, I agree. I'm like, that's kind of unfortunate. It is
1: unfortunate. But no, like, yeah. yes, um, Titus did deserve to get vengeance, but not by raping other women who had nothing to yeah. do with what he went through.
0: Right. Which surprised me that Darrow and
1: team allowed that to go on for so long right i was livid oh my god there's so many things that just pissed me <laughs> off
0: so it took mustang so his idea was let's sick mustang and her people on him mm-hmm. she will get rid of them and we'll take her place while she's out doing that mm-hmm. so i'm like oh yeah leave it to the woman to go clean up your mess. Mm-hmm. What she does, is like <laughs> what she does, and because she had you know good old Pax with her, mm-hmm. Pax the uh, crazy man linebacker. <laughs> But it's like I had a hard time with how like their relationship developed. When she saw kind of what Daryl was made of, mm-hmm. like, he was, like he let that shit happen. He, he let, it, let happen. it happen.
1: He listened to the screams for how many weeks before he mm-hmm. did something. Yeah. Yeah. No.
0: Even Cassius was like, Cassius was like, We can't, he's doing this to golds. We can't allow this. And you know, Cassius is like, This is school. What mm-hmm. is this? What is this? You know, they're all reacting and doing nothing. They're all like verbally reacting and having cows, but no Nobody one is going to did take care anything. of it Yeah. Until you just couldn't avoid it anymore. Which I find all of them at fault. Uh-huh. Every last one. Oh,
1: absolutely. Yeah
0: absolutely yes and these kids are all bad all, all of, them. of them even among the bad they're you know even among the quote-unquote good ones mm-hmm. they're still bad because mm-hmm. they let the shit happen uh-huh. they let all kind of bad stuff happen to each other yeah even outside of titus so like yep yeah okay let's take a break y'all let's take a break <laughs> i'm going on a rampage and i haven't even got to the meat of the story yet because i just feel like i could there's so much to just dis- to talk mm-hmm. about and break down it's i can go on and on but i'm, I'm here for to it get my life together <laughs> and not <laughs> do this to you so let's take a quick break check out these commercials by the way if you join patreon you'll get us one step closer to having no commercials yes
1: do it join yes. us
0: no commercials yes. i know but until then here are the commercials please listen to those <laughs> by listening to those you are supporting the podcast and we will be right
1: back
0: Today's episode is brought to you by the Shelf Addiction Merch Store. Check out all the bookish t-shirts, notebooks, mugs, and more. Don't miss out on these original designs, perfect for any book nerd. Support the podcast and visit ShelfAddiction.com forward slash merch and pick up your next favorite bookish item.
1: All right, welcome back. Do you still want to rampage? Because I'm here for it. <laughs> okay. So... I mentioned good people. Do you have a list of "quote unquote" people that you consider on the good list for this? Um, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Was it Savo, Savro, Sar, sar Savro? Yeah, Savro. He was the only one I liked.
0: Okay, so on to me, the good people were Rogue, Pax, Mustang, Savro. Those were on the good team, uh-huh. in my my opinion. Yep. And on the bad team, Cassius, the Proctors, Antonia, Titus, the Jackal. Yep. Where's Darrow? Darrow rides the line. Mm-hmm. He wants to be good, but he will do anything to meet his purpose. Yep. Even if it's bad. Yep. So I think he rides the line. And I think Mustang pushes him to be good. Mustang makes him want to be good, mm-hmm. but he won't if he has to. Yeah. Because winning is more important than anything else to Daryl. Yes. Yes.
1: That's my take on it. That's a good take. And that's very, very true because, yeah, he lets a lot of bad shit happen. Mm-hmm. And, hmm yeah. What what are you going to do? I are you going to stop it? Are you going to help anybody? No. No.
0: But see, that's kind of also something that I enjoy about this book because there's no absolute good and absolute bad. Like, even the people doing bad things, mm-hmm. I'm not excusing them, but they have reasons why they do them. They're just not crazy bad, just doing shit with no rhyme or reason. hmm <laughs> So bad is bad, uh, but you're
1: not nuts. <laughs> there was one guy. Was it Vixus? He seemed bad for bad's sake. He was Titus's right hand. He was going around doing bad <sighs> shit. We didn't get any backstory yeah. for him, so I'm just no. assuming he was bad shit crazy to be bad shit crazy.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't. That wouldn't surprise me. And actually, the House of Mars. All those people were chosen because of their bad tempers, quick tempers. Mm-hmm. That house is notorious for burning out quickly because they go on a rampage and they burn out. Yep. But not this year. (laughs) Everyone knows, but not this year because everyone knows it. And Daryl's like, that's not going to be me. Yeah. I'm not doing that.
1: (laughs) He kind of does at first. And then, you know, he keeps getting bit in the ass. Yeah. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, I don't know. So I like the cast. I like that, you know, we had good and bad, and in between, I liked how the relationships built. Mm-hmm. Like, I really did feel bad when Cassius found out what Darrow did. Yeah. I'm like, damn, he really did like him as a brother. Mm-hmm. Like, he really did. Although I never really considered Cassius a good person. I always thought something was quite a little off with Cassius. I did not consider him in the good pile. But he had a a legit friendship with him. And he felt like he was stabbed in the back.
1: Yeah. And that's fair. Like, that is a deep betrayal. That was awful. That was, you know, Cassius's emotions were valid. But taking him out into the middle of nowhere and stabbing him and leaving him to die. And then, you know, dealing with that guilt and thinking he's dead, but then he comes back to life. And now you're like, Oh, well, I'm just going to kill you again. Like Cassius, honey, you need therapy.
0: What did they say? We have a blood, um,
1: not a blood vow, but like a blood feud, like a,
0: yeah. Blood feud. Like if I ever am in the same room with you, Mm -hmm. one of us is not walking. out. Yeah. I'm
1: going to kill you. Or you're going to kill me or
0: Yeah. Yeah it's like it's gonna be a fight to the death and then the irony that he joins the house Mm -hmm. that was in complete
1: like opposition yeah they they have a long feud yeah yeah Mm -hmm. so future fights are coming between them Mm -hmm. we know that's gonna come back up again oh absolutely yes oh yeah but
0: that fight was wild i'm like he just assumed and i'm like okay people if you're People, don't you wanna make sure they're dead before you walk away? That would be the smart thing to do, but no. (laughs) He just left him and assumed he'd die.
1: I mean, if I stab somebody in the gut and like leave them out in the snow, they're very likely going to die. But you know, that he's the main character of a story, so he's not (laughs) gonna die. (laughs)
0: no but there's people there's students walking around all out there mm-hmm. there's houses all over the place you don't know where everyone is as they kept telling us throughout the whole book mm-hmm. they didn't even know the location of all the houses or where everyone was mm-hmm. early on you know they were discovering that so you just leave a body and just assume no one's gonna find him
1: yeah no open been smarter to just chop off his head and like then yeah. leave the body for somebody to or find.
0: Stab him like give him a fatal wound and wait till he bleeds out, then mm-hmm. walk away. I'm just saying. Yeah. That was kind of dumb on his part. He was definitely dumb.
1: Definitely <laughs> that's not how you murder
0: people. <laughs> Look, if you gonna do it, do it. But in this case, we needed him to live. Yes.
1: Um what do you think about Mustang and Darrow? Eh. so I never trusted her. And then mm-hmm. um she said the cheater be cheated and then somebody else said it like fairly quickly afterward i was like oh mm-hmm. oh we're, we're gonna have this big plot twist coming up i didn't think twin but i figured she was related to the jackal somehow um mm-hmm. i was like maybe like a cousin pot like possibly sibling because they did have that mention of like oh, all of the governor's children have been, you know, sequestered away, so nobody knows what they look like. But I was like, maybe a cousin or a sibling, or maybe she's, like, engaged to him because, you know, this is the royalty, whatever, of this world. So maybe somebody, you know, there's a connection there somehow. But then, Mm -hmm. you know, they're identical twins. Yes.
0: (laughs) Okay, so... I like Mustang. I think that she is a complex type of girl. She's not easy to read Mm -mm. and I don't hate it. So I feel like she, oh, Daryl. And she told Mm -hmm. him, like when he pretty much confronted her about not trusting her, she's like, look, I am here because (laughs) would I be laying here in this to know with you if I didn't think this plan would work. Mm-hmm. And then later she kind of reemphasizes like, look, when I was hiding out in the mud, you saw me and didn't ride on me. Mm-hmm. So, and then I helped you. Yes. So, this is why we have the relationship we have so I do believe her but I know she has her secrets
1: and she's just not gonna hand them up to him
0: and I he's got to figure it out
1: somebody in this world I would never tell everybody anybody my secrets like Mm -hmm. no I would need to know you for years and like build that trust and maybe then tell you but at the same time Mm -hmm. I feel like in this kind of political realm people will backstab you 10 years down the road to get whatever yeah, they want. Definitely. So I absolutely do not blame her for hiding that. For not telling him. I just... I don't know. I like how mysterious she is. But I... I, I don't know. I like her.
0: I like her character. I feel like... She really does remind Darrow of EO. Yes. Like a lot of things about her he finds similar. Yes. Which may not be a good thing. You going f- just happen to like someone that's
1: very similar to your dead mm-hmm. wife? But okay, I will say I am very, very upset about what happened to Eo. Not just mm-hmm. the fact that she died, but the fact that she died to give him his plot line. I hate that trope with a burning passion of a thousand suns. And it is okay. in so many goddamn movies and books and comic books and superhero origin stories, and mm-hmm. i I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it so much.
0: I really see, that doesn't bother me too much because, well, tell me what you hate about it. Why do you hate that as a device? plot because the woman
1: is not seen as human she's seen as this idea and this idol and like he kept thinking about her like oh she would want this from me or oh you know how would she feel about this or that or what would she do or she wouldn't understand whatever and she lost her humanity she lost her self Her being. She just became, you know, Persephone to the world. She became this idea to him. And, you know, he was kind of wild and crazy as a slave or slave person down in the mines digging and doing all that stuff. But like he was fine. He didn't want to fight for the world. And she's like, I'm going to die. So now you have to go fight for the world and you have to live my dream because I'm dead. I'm just an idea. I'm not a human who, you know, is doing anything. I'm just an idea. And that, Mm. again, has happened in so many stories and so Mm -hmm. many origin things. And I'm just like, I hate it. Why can't women Hmm. be? Why do we have to die in order to further a man's story? You know, it was actually, I think Darrow actually said to
0: them, like, this is what EO mm-hmm. wanted. Why didn't you save her? Yeah. why didn't you? And I was
1: sitting there with him going, Why didn't you save her? You should yeah. have saved her instead of him.
0: Mm-hmm. And she was a part of the resistance. Mm-hmm. It's like you could tell that scene right before they got caught out in the garden. She was trying to enlighten him. Oh, definitely. She was, she was nudging to him, give him some food. She for was thought. trying to yeah, push she... him
1: along. Mm-hmm. But then she dies instantly. So we don't get to see anything else about her other than his yeah. idolized oh EO was this perfect woman
0: yeah and they weren't married for long Mm-mm. if you can tell, if
1: we go back they were 16 they weren't married for long just a few months i think because he can only like, get married at yeah. 16 so oh and she was um. definitely pregnant when she died which just pisses me off even more they didn't say it, but her like right before she died, her sister had to come like hear her last words. And then her sister starts uh-huh. sobbing even more and looking at him. And he's like, Well, what were her last words? And she's like, I can't tell you. She never said. And then his mother, like, finds out, and she's like, I can't tell you either. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, she was pregnant with your baby. Hmm. I did not get that from that. I, that that's the vibe I got. Hmm. It was never confirmed, nobody ever said anything, but you know, mm-hmm. the women are talking, and now we're crying even See, harder.
0: She knew what she was doing, mm-hmm. though. She was not. She oh chose God, to be a
1: martyr me. right then. Like she she oh, right. she was doing her own act of rebellion, and like I can respect that. So
0: that is what I don't understand. Because if you're gonna make that choice, fine. But why would you leave that? Why would you put the weight of that quote unquote secret on your family? I don't know. Why would I you would do that either. to them? Like, yeah. Why? Like, they, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's why I'm like, I don't, maybe she said something. Maybe else. she did.
1: Maybe she said, the son of Aries are coming for Daryl later. Like, help <laughs> because him. Because if
0: anything, I'd be pissed off at my sister. Not Daryl, you chose this shit, and then you're going to tell me you're pregnant, mm-hmm. so you killed yourself and your mm-hmm. child. I'd be pissed at her. I wouldn't be looking at well, her. Well, no, it wasn't she like, that. You,
1: the sister wasn't pissed at Daryl. It was like that, oh, I'm crying so much harder now, and I'm looking at you, and I'm heartbroken. Uh, it, it it was like, she was really sad walking up, but then as soon as, you know, EO says. Like she feels says, bad for yeah. him,
0: or pity, or whatever. Yeah.
1: It, it was like pity and extra hard tears and then somebody else had to like literally carry her off the stage before EO was hanged like it was mm-hmm. just a whole dramatic scene and I was like she's pregnant isn't she
0: I would have felt like I hope, I hope that wasn't
1: the case because um, I don't think we'll ever find out or ever know yeah. that's just kind of the vibe I got okay so. all right
0: that's fair um i didn't get that but i think that's fair you know it's it's, it's not a completely out of you know left field assumption based on what was going they on they were having so. sex
1: all the time <laughs> they were 16 as, as teenagers yep. would um there was a quote somewhere in the book where it said like reds live hard and fast and die young you know like they die by the time they're 30 or something Mhm. So really when they're 15, 16, like that's the halfway point of their life. They're not mm-hmm. teenagers. They're no. They're married and making babies and adults and they're going to live right. maybe 10 more, 15 more years. Like right. they're in their prime because they're down there yeah.
0: in the misery slaving yes. away.
1: So like no, they never felt like teenagers. They never felt Mm -mm. and then when he
0: comes above ground and he sees gold Mm -hmm. on these things and they're shooting around laughing and joking and people are like he's like what the wtf is Mm -hmm. going on up here like you know
1: everything is a lie everything is a lie the big lie Mm -hmm. Mm. he's like she said we were slaves she was was right." right If only she was here to see it, not dad. There's a lot more to talk about, but I think we're just
0: going to just read mm-hmm. it because I feel like this is what book club is for. Come to book club because I feel like I have more to talk mm-hmm. about and I know the other people that read it also will want to express their feelings on certain things that happens in yes. this book. There's a lot going on. And we can only cover so much
1: of it here in a reasonable amount of time. You can also join our Discord where we can talk about it in length with lots of paragraphs. (laughs) Yes.
0: But you have to be in one of the groups to get the Discord link. It's not in the show notes. So you have to come to Shelf Addiction Official or you need to join on book clubs to be. We got verified. We don't want crazies in there. We got to know you're us. You're us to be in there. so uh, join us and then come on there come on in and share your thoughts because we had a good time on discord we started sharing a little bit of artwork yes. you know um, fan art of what we think Darrow may look like before and after you know some of the other people in the book so it's, it's a good time so let's go ahead and rate
1: red rising want you want me to go first or do you want to go first i'll let you go first <laughs> It's three stars for me. It wasn't bad. It wasn't captivating enough. Like, I might give it three and a half stars, but we're not doing half stars. So, three stars, like a solid three stars. It was a good start. I did enjoy it. I had questions. I had things I hated, but like, you know, that's me with every book ever. So, solid three stars. I am hopeful and excited about book two. And if we can lose a lot of the craziness and drawn out timelines of book one then we'll be good (laughs) yes
0: okay I'll leave that there Um, (laughs) I rated the first time around I rated it four stars and I will stand by Mm. that I still really enjoyed it yes I saw some similarities but guess what all those books are similar to each other In that time frame, so I, I, it's like I mentioned earlier. This time around, I think I was looking for different things, and even on the front of the book, did you notice the the, the thing on the front of the book? Enter Katniss and now Darrow. It actually says that on the front of the book. <laughs> so there is no. Yeah, no. It. Everybody even sees. <laughs> everybody sees that it's all the <laughs> same. So, um, but this has got its own twist on it. I like that it's darker. I like that it's just different to me than things we have already read. It feels older, it's darker. I like some of the art of war stuff. I like um, thinking about things in a strategic mm-hmm. way versus an emotional mm-hmm. way. I like just the change in pace, you know what I mean. So I am down for this ride. I think it's gonna be fun. I know we'll have a good time in book club talking about it. Oh, definitely. And this is gonna be one of those books that brings strong emotion, Mm -hmm. I think, from people who read it. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Strong four. Solid four. And uh, I know it's gonna get better. (laughs) (laughs) This book too, also two years long. (laughs) You know what? They like I said, they do age up quite a bit throughout and then after the third book that is like the end of this story mm-hmm. arc and before the fourth book there is a significant time mm-hmm. jump so this author is about making them older this is not teenage games this is not teenage angst and like even when Darrow does m- think about EO or think about what could be and none of it is angsty in a teenage way none of it because this is adult mm-hmm. shit
1: mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: And that is what I like about it. No high school bullshits. no does this is guy like me bullshit no
1: there was a little <laughs> bit of that with the other people and there was a line from Daryl when he was like wow I forgot people got crushes <laughs> that's I know. so he's like
0: I forgot about that I know like look at them cause you know the reds they reds li- uh, live in a different world than mm-hmm. the golds the golds had a more regular high school experience until the institute
1: yes until the
0: institute <laughs> yeah and then it's like <laughs> we're gonna torture, maim, and kill you. <laughs> Fun times. Okay, so I think we're done. What do you think, Casey? I think we're done. All until right. next time. Until next time. Let us know what you thought of today's episode. If you've read Red Rising, um, definitely let us give us some notes. Let us know what you thought. Join us for the book club as we've mentioned. And until then, take care of yourselves, and we'll
1: see you next month. Bye guys. Bye everybody.
0: If you enjoyed today's episode and would like to show your support, there are a few things you can do head on over to Apple podcast and leave a positive five-star review or like this episode on your favorite podcast player. It seems so simple, but it really helps me out. You can share this podcast with other book nerd friends or on your favorite social media space. You can also join the shelf addiction, Patreon family, For as little as $2 a month, you will help us produce even more awesome content for your ears. You can also consider joining the Shelf Addiction Official Facebook group where we talk all things bookish and more in a safe space. The Shelf Addiction Podcast is a part of the Nerdy Maven Network. You can also reach us via email at info at shelfaddiction.com. Thank you for listening.